Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, here we go. The good luck charm. Uh, Keyshawn Bieria, number seven. We're going to get back into the swing of things because, as you said, Coach Baird, when we talk to number seven, the dogs win. And if they get a win today against UCLA, I think we might be kind of on to something. Talking so, to him every day. Well, I might talk to him every freaking 12 hours for crying out loud. Uh, here's uh, number seven, Keyshawn Bieria, before today's game with uh, the UCLA Bruins. First time in a while we've had a chance to catch up with you. And why don't you just give me a take on how you think the boys have bounced back to the uh, ASU loss? Um, you know, we definitely, you know, uh, got a fire going up under us now. Um, but, you know, it's the same thing. You know, we, we kind of just going to add that, you know, to how we know we're supposed to play, how we're supposed to practice, and uh, just take a step forward. You know, guys, you know, definitely, you know, focus on the details. We had a great, great week of practice, but now we can only get better from that. Yeah, how would you kind of characterize the mood now? Is, mm-hmm. it, is it angry? Is it upset, mm-hmm. embarrassed about what happened down yeah. in the desert? Tell me about it. Um, I mean, I, I feel like personally we all felt like that. Yeah. You know, all those things. We all felt like angry, pissed off, upset. But at the end of the day, man, you know, we had to get back to work. So mm-hmm. you can feel like they're on the way to fly home, but the next day is back to work. You right, know, right. you got to come in with more intensity, more focus, more edge to yourself. Right. And despite the fact that you guys as a defense just give up the 13 points, not getting a turnover, not getting a pick, not getting a fumble, not scoring on defense, yeah. and then the last drive of the game in the fourth quarter, how much does that stuff still eat at you? I mean, you know, it eats at us, but... You know, not really. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, that it's over. There ain't nothing mm-hmm. we can do about it. Yeah, yeah. The only thing we can do now is keep going forward. Um, you know, but we definitely know what type of football we'll be able to play. Not being able to cross turnovers, that's a big part of our game plan. If we can't do that, that's a problem. So, you know, we definitely focus on a lot, that a lot more, right. having that intensity and, you know, just focus on the details so we get off the field. Did this kind of turn out to be maybe a good week to mm-hmm. have a bye, or is there a part of you that would have rather just gotten right back out there after <laughs> the loss in Tempe? I, I believe I think, I believe all my teammates wanted to go out there and play another game right after that happened. Um, but having that bye, you know, it just made us, you know, refocus, come up here and reload, mm-hmm. and uh, just come up here and start over brand new. Yeah, and then for you, not having Jordan Miller and not mm-hmm. having Byron Murphy back there against a guy like Rose, who's leading the conference and passing on Saturday. Does that change your job? Does it change Azeem's job, Ben Burkirvin's job at all as linebackers, knowing you've got maybe a little more inexperience back there behind you? Uh, no, absolutely not. You know, we definitely got a lot of guys who could step up and take on that role. Um, but now, I mean, it's kind of the same thing. You know, we have to focus more. We have to pay attention to the details a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we can't focus on another guy calling out. A uh, play that we see coming, we got to call it out ourselves. So, uh, you know, I mean, everything goes into effect right now. Just being a leader, you know, being teammates. You know, yep. we got to be better teammates right now and just focus up a lot more. Well, Keyshawn Bieri again with us. What do you see from a guy like Jamon Dotson, who mm-hmm. may step in for Jordan this weekend? He was playing running back a year ago, and now yeah. he's obviously at corner. Talk about the transition that you've seen from him. Now, I've seen uh, Jamon come in with just a fight, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, have, having to change positions. Um, as late as he did in his career, seeing the athletic ability he has to be able to go out there and make plays in the corner, 
and just seeing his tenacity, you know, that's something really you want to see out of a player like that. You know, he's bringing a hell of an edge to that corner spot. Right. Well, what makes Rosen yeah. so hard to yeah. get to? I mean, they throw the ball a lot. They give up some sacks. But per pass attempt, they're actually pretty damn good at protecting yeah. the quarterback. Tell me about that offense and what makes it so tough to get to the quarterback. I would say uh, for him, he's just a poised quarterback. Yeah. You know, he doesn't really get under pressure. Even when he has pressure, he's been hit a few times. He still consistently steps in that pocket. You know, takes his read, makes the good throws. I mean, he's a great quarterback. You know, he's really what you want to have a quarterback at a pro-style offense like them. And uh, as far as that, you know, they lean on him more to throw the ball, but they also like to run the ball with the running backs. Yeah. Yeah. And you get up, I know, for every game. But when you have a guy like this who's coming into your house, leading the conference in yeah. passing, right up there in scoring offense as well, do you get maybe a little extra juiced up for a game uh, like this to face a guy like that? Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you, you do. You know, going into the game, it's going to be a great atmosphere. But right now, I've just been focused. You know, the focus has just been there. You know, off the field, on the field, you know, there's only one thing on my mind. Yeah, yeah. And then growing up in, in California, w- yeah. was there any real possibility of you going to UCLA? Absolutely not. Never. Why not? No. Uh, never really just felt the home there, you know. <laughs> never. I went up there for a trip one time with a few of my teammates. But, you know, they wasn't really paying attention to us, so we weren't paying attention to them. Right. And then you mentioned the running game or the Bruins. They're not really known for running the ball, but how do you make sure that they're not known for running the ball yeah. on Saturday? Um, you know, just, just go focus on the details, really. Um, to understand what type of personnel they get into, what formations they like to run out of. And uh, other than that, just come up and make plays and tackle. Yeah. And then, Keyshawn, I know that you're obviously your toughest critic mm-hmm. uh, out of all the critics out there. What do you think of the way you've played so far? Um, I think consistently I played decent. Mm. Decent. I'll give it that. Yeah. I know I got another gear, another level to how I yeah. play. There's more there? Absolutely. What is that extra gear, you think? <laughs> I just got to show you it. I can't really talk about it. Yeah, I'm more of a, I'm more, I, I like to show things. I don't really talk about it. You know I love it. Listen, best of luck, great stuff, and we'll see you Saturday, Bob. Appreciate right, thank this. You. Appreciate you. All right, Keyshawn B. Area there. Uh, good luck, Charm. Hopefully we can see that payoff today. Am I crazy in saying that there's another gear? Even Keyshawn mentioned that. For both him and Azeem Victor, that there's more there from both those guys that maybe we haven't seen yet? What do you make of that? Well, I, I think it's the number of reps that they're getting. I mean, you, you don't take Ben Burkirvan off the field when he's your leading tackler. Mm-hmm. And the three of them will rotate. I think that's good because you're going to have somebody – uh, fresh all the time. Right. They have moved uh, Azim up to a defensive end or outside linebacker and used him in a pass rush situation. But uh, I think it's just that you got three three guys that are really good and you're rolling them inside. I think Ben's smart enough to play both spots. So that uh, you know they're they're going to get better as the season. We're we're getting into the meat of the ge- of yeah. the whole schedule. We're oh, not yeah. going to be playing everybody. Right, now. right. We're going to be going with our best guys to win these games. So and hopefully that's where that pays off. Is it? Yes. now guys are fresh in the second half of the year. Well, where it pays off is when you get injuries and you got a lot of kids who've got experience. And right, we're, we're right. We're seeing it on the corner. What do you we'll see, see from Azeem and Keyshawn so far? Well, I think Coach Baird was on this about uh, uh, Azeem being a little heavy. And, uh, you know, the fact is, Burke Irvin runs a 4-5, yep. you know, mm-hmm. he's sub 4-6. and He's faster and, than Victor and Ben Burke Irvin. He's so faster see Victor, than either of them. Victor, right. when, when Washington plays Stanford, you're going to want Victor between the tackles. But there are times where you see in space where, where you know, zone coverage is about closing windows and inches matter. And if you have a four eight guy, a four seven five guy versus a four five seven guy, mm-hmm. that fraction of a difference makes you know maybe twelve eighteen inches. Well, a lot of times in zone coverage, eighteen inches. Think of this. Imagine if 
of every defender, if every defender could carry around a, uh, I don't want to say a tennis racket, but let's say like a racquetball racket. Think of the size of a racquetball racket. So you're playing zone defense, and every defender has a racquetball racket in each hand. And now you're running back, and you want to defend passes, and you have a racquetball racket. Think of that. Think of how much that would impact. That's the difference between a 4-5 guy and a 4-8 guy, mm. right? But, then, mean, but you also take into consideration of that Azim is a bigger man. He, he, yeah, he, that's he, why against his, Stanford. His rackets are longer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're stronger, too. I'm just thinking of like a penguin with flippers out there. Now. <laughs> yeah. What the hell are you talking yeah, about? I know, I know. He was off on something there, but I, I, I kind of reeled it in, and I knew, okay, I know what he's talking yeah. about. I got yeah, it close here. windows. Yeah. Think, well, think of Syracuse yeah. Why not pickleball or Sy- Syracuse basketball. Yeah. The 2-3 zone. And Hopkins is going to run the 2-3 zone, right? Yeah. Yeah. When you think think of how the length, how that changes passing <laughs> lanes, right? You know, just a little bit longer arms. You know, well, have, being bigger, obviously. You know, think of KJ Wright, and and what he does with his size with the Seahawks. Well, speed does the same thing in zone coverage, right? So mm-hmm. you, there, there's signs where you say Azim is just a couple inches behind, and you say, well, he just doesn't have, have the speed to close that window. Right. And, and yet he has the physicality. You look at him, and he almost doesn't look like a linebacker. I think you know, they're going to go. You know, he's almost like a hybrid. You know, right. it's, it's like, wait a minute, he's bigger than a linebacker. He's not as big as a defensive lineman. But he's bigger than a linebacker. He's almost, from a size standpoint, he's almost like a hybrid in between them. And that, and that's one of the reasons they put him on the line scrimmage and let him run, uh, rush rather. Anything to add to that or no? Well, I, I, You're bobbing I, your head up and down like, well, there's, like there's one more thought in there. You, you want to trying to comprehend you know, Guy, Guy's playing the, defense the, with a racquetball racket. thoughts come and go. You okay, know? all right. I'm like you. I got ADD. Where's you know? the thought I mean, right now? My thought is we got to contain. <laughs> we, my, my whole thing is to contain Rosen, you know, and, and the way to do that is you got to do two things. You got to put a rush on him and you got to get him off his spot right. because Make he, move around. he stands there yeah. right in the pocket yeah. and yeah. He'll, he'll pump with the ball and really direct his receivers to get open. So we've got to get a rush on him. And then on the other end of the thing, you cannot let their run game get off. No, forget and, about it. Nah, you know, you, know, you got to stop it. I mean, that's the, the, the whole thing. But, you know, it still gets down to mixing up our coverages and, and not giving Rosen the same look at the snap as he's getting pre-snap and uh you know i think uh jimmy lake is really good at doing that and i i i know we're gonna we're gonna have some tricks in our 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 package too as well as their what they're yeah, gonna yeah. do offensively to us but uh, i think he's gonna do a good job yeah, of uh, yeah. just keeping them off base all right let's get a break i want to come back and talk about jake i want to talk about hunter bryant i want to talk about the husky offense against the ucla defense overall more with the honks on the Frostbrood Coors Light Honk Tailgate Show live from the Mont Lake Market right here on 950 KJR. Beating the dog's drum, it's the honks. On Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR, your home for college football Saturdays. Back to the Coors Light Tailgate presented by Frostbrood Coors Light. Whatever your mountain, climb on. And by Star Rentals, preferred supplier of the West's best contractors. On your home for the honks, Seattle Sports Radio 950, KJR. All right, we are back at 1052 uh, Coors Light Tailgate Show brought to you by Frostbrood Coors Light. Whatever your mountain, climb on. Uh, what did I say we'd be talking about? Oh, yeah, Hunter Bryant, Jake Browning. I noticed one 
Uh, I know you're a big Twitter guy, Coach Baird. Uh, you're always hanging around Twitter. <laughs> you got to get off that stuff, by the way. It's uh, toxic, all right? Get off social media, for God's sake. I don't, I don't, media, I don't know what I'm doing there. But I mentioned earlier that PFF, who does uh, has a college scouting yeah. service yeah. as well, Pro Football Focus, had Hunter Bryant as the number one pass-catching freshman in the country. Uh, I was actually wrong about that. They have Hunter Bryant as the number one freshman, period, in college football, well, you weren't wrong about right that. now. Well, okay? we got to get the ball yeah. to him. Then. Overall, the, overall, they have about as seven, the number eight one catches freshman. today. It'd be great. Uh, top freshman list in college football. Hunter Bryant, and I don't know what their criteria is, so don't even bother asking. Okay, eighty-eight point three is the grade they give to Hunter Bryant. They call him the best top freshman overall. Period. Number one among the thousands of freshmen playing in college football in the country. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Well, the first thing you notice when you see him. Uh, you know, I've seen them in summer camps and what have you, and, you know, it's hot, and, and these kids, they take their shirt off because they, they want to show what they got, and he's got the goods. I mean, he looks, he's, he's, he looks like a fifth-year senior. I mean, great physique, got NFL stamped all over his body. Um, it's literally stamped, David. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> and, then, and then you watch him move, and he's just so fluid. You know, I mean, for a man his size, he just has great acceleration, Great change of direction. I mean, he, he's got a, a, you know, in track they use the term strike, which represents how long the your, your, your foot is on the, the ground as you run, you know, and obviously measured in hundreds of a second. But his strike is fast. He's like, you know, it's like a deer. It's pow. You know, he just, he just prances. There's, a, there's an explosion from his legs. And so, so you see a really fluid athlete. Then he's got supple strike. So- uh, hands and you know he's strong. Big hands. I mean big he's got. Big, I mean he he, he is a natural. Na- you know oh. I've seen him make one-handed catches. You know you know the Odell Beckhams and all that. I mean he he is a one-hand catch aficionado. He looks like he's got a baseball. So safe to say hand. you like him. Well, I don't see. <laughs> I, you know what? I uh, I played. You with say supple or subtle? By the way, subtle. Supple hands. Can't can't you be supple? Yeah. That's what I said. You said supple. subtle. He said supple. Right, supple hands. Yeah, you said subtle. Yeah, just want to make sure we're on the same. I page didn't know here. what he was talking about. Well, he's got, how about subtle? <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, man. But, but what's uh, not to like about the guy? You kidding me? He's no, amazing. I, you know, I played with Shannon Sharp. In he's Denver. becoming a better blocker too. Yeah, I'll yeah. tell you that. And he reminds me a lot of Shannon Sharp. Because uh, Shannon wasn't one of these six five and a half yeah. Gronkowski types. Not a big mouth though, like Shannon was, right? His dad was Sh- a weight no, and strength no, coach. No, no, Shannon was know? great. Sh- Shannon was you know a, that, right? a bona fide leader. Shannon had a way, a, a real way of leading. Have you seen that him on team. TV? But he can't lately? play for us, so let's drop. I have. Him. Have you seen <laughs> him on TV? Yeah. Let's go back okay. to yeah. 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 Right. No, okay. I mean, I, 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 you're not going to get me to um, turn on Shannon Sharp. I like Shannon a lot. Uh, say something um, negative about somebody. Uh, you can talk about me. Anybody? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if we want to put you at the top of the list, <laughs> oh, I, I can drag that one out too. Yeah. No, no, here but, we go. Uh, but, but at any rate, my point is not a six foot five, just monster of a tight end. A uh, little bit shorter, but with that short, you know, six two and a half, six foot three range. That's where Shannon was. Mm-hmm. Within that size frame, you I would expect it. a guy it. to have more fluidity with his movements. Yep. That's what you got with Shannon Sharp. That's what you get with Hunter Bryant. I like him. I, I think yeah. he's really improved as a blocker. I think that's really key if you're going to be a tight end in this system. I got to think that they got to start putting him in the slot or uh, or at least in the wing and so that he's getting more of a free release off the line of scrimmage. Right. But uh, right. I, I would venture to say you're going to see, you know, we've had great success with that little bootleg action. 
Uh, and and I, I think that's going to be a big part of this package What today. do you say we get a break and come back and talk to Caleb McGarry, who uh, is going to be out there, obviously, for the first time in a while without Trey Adams on the opposite side. This is a guy that wears his heart and his emotions on his sleeve out of Fife High School. And for all those people that think that coaches are the only ones that appreciate the 1230 kickoff, wait until you hear what Caleb McGarry has to say about it. Coming up next on the Frostbrood Coors Light Honk Tailgate Show on 950 KJR. <laughs> Dick Baird and Dave Softy Muller. Yes! On Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Back to the Coors Light tailgate presented by Frost Brewed Coors Light. Whatever your mountain, climb on. And by Star Rentals, preferred supplier of the West's best contractors. On your home for the honks, Seattle Sports Radio 950, KJR. All right, 11.02 right here on the Coors Light Honk Tailgate Show brought to you by Frost Brewed Coors Light, the Husky fans' most refreshing beer from right outside the Montlake Market where if you're on your way to the game uh, for the early kickoff, they're featuring their Husky size Sausage, egg and cheese burrito for only $4.99 here at the Montlake Market. We'll be back for the postgame show following the game today. Uh, one of our favorites to catch up with from Fife High School, uh, right tackle, had a chance to talk with a guy named Caleb McGarry. Now, listen, you think it's just coaches that like to play at 1230? Listen to what Caleb says about kicking off at 1230. Here's our conversation with the right tackle before today's game with UCLA. All right, well, first of all, uh, what happened in the desert now that you've had some time to digest it and watch the tape and get back to the practice field? What happened down there, man? Oh, you know, it, we just didn't play to our standard. For whatever reason, none of us could get on the same page with each other. And, you know, we've believe me, we've pounded the living daylights out of the film, watched it over and over again, and, mm-hmm. you know, we'd, we just weren't on our game. And you know what? They were. Kudos to them. That they were the better team that night, and right. they deserved to win, and we didn't. Is it is it frustrating watching the tape of a game like that, oh. or do you know yourself? Hey, we're gonna figure out what's wrong, but in the process, it might even make it more a little more ticked off. Incredibly, dude. It's <laughs> it's mad, especially when you know that 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 wasn't your best, and you like deep down, we know what our best is, and that wasn't even close, mm-hmm. and it it hurt us in a lot of ways, and it's it's maddening. Yeah. It's, it's maddening, man. What was what was practice like? Practice is always intense, I know, mm-hmm. but coming out of that game, has the energy level even been raised maybe a couple notches after that loss? I think so. We've all kind of, you know, at, yeah, everyone's, we're woken back up and we're come, ready to come to the party, man. Yeah. Did, did, a, did, did this team need a game like that? I mean, did you sense that maybe guys were starting to get a little – Complacent, not that that was what happened down there. They ASU played a good game too, and give them credit as you said. But did did this team maybe need to get a wake up call like that, as you as you called it? Uh, you know, I honestly I couldn't tell you. Yeah, it's you know whether it needed to happen or not, it happened, and uh, all we can really do is try to learn from it and move on. Right. But uh, I think as hard as that is to swallow, you know, we're gonna there was some good stuff done too, you mm-hmm. know, and mm-hmm. um, we're gonna find. Take the good from it, learn from the bad, and get better. Yeah, Caleb Trey Adams goes down in that game. And first of all, as a friend and a teammate who's played with him for the last three years, what was that like for you to to watch and and be a part of? It's heartbreaking, man. I know how much this game means to him. I know, you know, I've I've worked at this my entire life, and just like I know he has. And you know, when you see your a fellow guy go down, or really even even anyone go down, Mm -hmm. but especially your guy, and you know how hard they work out there with you and. You know, you just it it just kills you, man. 
Yeah. So my my heart goes out for him. Yeah, he's he's saying he's going to come back mm -hmm. for his senior year. Mm -hmm. uh, I I get kind of a sense from him that maybe he was coming back no matter what, but mm -hmm. he's he's now going to come back for his senior year. You've got one more year left mm -hmm. after this year. Have you thought at all about your future past this season? Honestly, man, I've tried not to. You know, I got football to play. It's you know, I'm just I'm trying not to think about it and just take care of business right is there any part of it that could be and maybe I'll, I'll ask you this when the season's over potentially appealing to play another year with Trey and say you guys played four years together yeah. I mean of course you know these are my guys you know I'll never I'll never get a situation like this again but you know at the same time who knows we'll see it's yeah. Judy was boring hello then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com it's my little escape now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like I said, there's ball to be played, man. I got to worry about that later. What, what, what motivates you? What motivates you in the end? Is it is it winning another Pac-12 championship, fighting for a national title, getting to a Rose Bowl, leaving a legacy, making money? What what motivates Caleb McGarry? To play just every, on the daily? Yeah. Uh, honestly, all of the above. That and my family. You know, I've uh, I've worked my entire life at this game. You know, I've I've given everything for it. You know, I've had I've had injuries. I've missed out on time with my family. I've missed out on things with my friends. Mm -hmm. You know, weekends, weeknights. For years, since I was in fourth grade, I've been working at this stuff. Yeah. And uh, I've come too far to stop now, and I'll be damned if anyone's going to stop me, you know. I, I'm going to give it everything I got, and you know what? We'll see at the end of the day where the cards lay. Yeah, I love it. Tell me about what you see on film from the Bruins. we got a rare 1230 Channel 4 ABC kickoff on Saturday, and you're pumping your fist right there. Some guys will say they don't give a damn what time of day they play. You know Chris mm -hmm. Peterson's complaints about it from a couple mm -hmm. weeks ago, but it looks like you're pretty jacked up to play a 1230 game. You know, it, the truth of it is it shouldn't matter, but and at the end of the day, it really doesn't. But, you know, it gets old playing – at freaking 7 and 8 o'clock <laughs> and getting home at like 4 a.m. every freaking night. So. Sure, especially for yeah. road games. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah, no dude. doubt. How, you know what? Talk about that because that's been mentioned a couple times. Mm -hmm. I know that other coaches, including I think Rich Rod uh, at Arizona a couple years ago, was complaining about how many uh, late-game road trips they had, you know, mm -hmm. getting back at 4 or 5 in the morning in Tucson. How, how tough is that uh, on, on the team and on the kids to, to play road games like that and get back here at 3 4 in the morning? It sucks, man. A lot of times you're you're not getting home till four or five in the morning, mm -hmm. and it's it's awful. You know you're you're all beat up, bruised. Even even if even if you win, you know you, your body still feels like crap. Sure. Um, you know you get back and you have to come back less than twelve hours later, mm -hmm. and you're expected to practice and run and mm -hmm. do all of that, and it's it's you know it's it's hard. It sucks. It makes things really difficult for us because we don't really get a chance to breathe. Right. And it's. It's just rough, man. Well, now you get a chance to go out and play at 1230 and hopefully win a game and then go out and enjoy it on Saturday yeah. night with your friends. But you got to get through UCLA first. And mm -hmm. the numbers say that UCLA is having a hard time on defense. 303, I think, yards a game on the ground. Passing numbers aren't that much better. But mm -hmm. you guys can't obviously overlook anybody. What do you see yeah. from this front seven, man? Uh, I think they're good. They're talented. They have guys. You know what? It's like ASU. If we if we play to our standard, you know, I'm confident. 
-hmm. If we don't, it'll be a long damn night, man. Yeah. So yeah. we just got to go out there and play our best and see what happens. Do you get a little extra fired up to face? They got this hotshot freshman defensive end, number 15, Phillips. Is there a part of you that even gets a little more juice in your step to face a guy like that? A little bit, yeah. I like <laughs> testing myself. I like playing guys that are that are good. And, you know, I love it when people say that they're better than me because, yeah. you know, it just Who said that? the fire. Who said oh, that? no, and I'm just saying, <laughs> you know. So, you know, it, the bigger and badder, the better. So. Yeah. The last couple of years, has there been a guy or two that you really enjoyed going up against in this in this conference or even non-conference games? Well, all of them in one way or another. You know, every every player is different. You know, everyone's got something that they're a little bit better at than others. Everyone's, right. you know, so it's it's all about learning how to play that guy to his strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, but nobody so. that stands out. It's, I mean, Not one name there's, or there's, two. there's been a lot of good players. Yeah. So it's... That and I get hit in the head a lot, so, you know, <laughs> the old memory's not the best these days. I love it. You know, you listen, you, this guy's acting like he's 50 years old, for God's sakes. He's I only a redshirt like junior, yeah. <laughs> well, listen, Caleb, great stuff. Appreciate this. Um, give me just a quick take on how you would characterize the mood of the football team. Pissed off, angry about what happened last week, two weeks ago? Uh, you know Salty? What? Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? What happened, happened. Yeah. It's... You know, like I've said, it it sucks, and we're all we're all angry and upset about it. Right. But you know what? We can't change it now. We had our chance, and right. you know what? We didn't show up to play, and that's what happens when you don't. You know what? Football, I truly believe, is one of the only sports that's like that. Mm -hmm. You don't show up any given day. Anyone, anyone can win. Mm -hmm. It's <laughs> whoever shows. Whoever brings the noise, man, they, yeah. they're the ones that are going to walk out with the W. Well, do yourself a favor. Bring the noise on Saturday. All hey, right? man. Appreciate it, man. Good stuff. Appreciate you. Okay, Caleb McGarry right there, who loves the 1230 kickoff, uh, loves the idea that so do uh, I. they're going to be able to go have a Saturday night. The fact that they're, the when too. they're on the road, they're not getting home at 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the morning, having a turn in practice in the afternoon. But uh, what do you see his future looking like right now for, uh, for Caleb McGarry? You see him back next year as a redshirt senior? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I, I think he will. Okay. You know, I mean, he, he's a local kid, and I, I think he's uh, on a developmental curve. I, I think he could use another year, and uh, I, I hope he comes back, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I think it'd be great. Uh, it'd be huge for UW to obviously get both of those guys back. Uh, Saturday night games obviously are really hard, especially when you're on the road. You know, here's an interesting thing. Every high school kid in America plays on Friday night. Right, right. So, I mean, you don't really get to play it at this time until you get to college or pro anyway so i don't think it makes any difference to the kids yeah what'd you make of what he well you, well, you it, yeah, it does yeah, yeah. I mean, you heard what he said right there well, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah but i mean that's him he's from fife what the hell does that mean by the, the way the water's bad down okay there. gotcha gotcha well, but, but my mother-in-law's from fife that's right okay the water's bad <laughs> well, <laughs> well if you break down the hours that the football team has you if you play a night game, the football team has you for more hours during the weekend. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course. You, you know, and, and if you play earlier, you get the rest of Saturday off. I mean, I, I can remember, oh, boy, we're coming back from Michigan. Oh, you're talking about partying at Saturday night. You know what? That's it's what important to about. some kids. What, 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 what the hell's <laughs> wrong never... with a, a red-blooded American Nothing. man wanting Nothing. to have a, have a little, you know, a little fun on a Saturday night? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I remember coming back from Michigan. We'd beat oh, the Wolverines. Oh, God. And I, that plane couldn't land fast enough. I wanted to get to FX McCrory, and I had this little theta that I was dying to see, and it was just like, <laughs> it was like perfect. Party with your buddies, and you know, and maybe 
chase a little, you know. You must have been like a on. chain dog. Listen. <laughs> Let me at him. No. Getting off that no, plane after I that said. Michigan game. What was your status before the Michigan game versus after the Michigan uh, game? Uh, huh? but, but, Come on. It, it's it's low and lower. But, 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 <laughs> but you, you know, it doesn't stop a guy from trying, right? But, yeah. hey, you know, you're – you know, you're you're a young guy. What the heck? I mean, yeah, yeah, I yeah. got you. Enjoy your Saturday night. I don't blame him at all. I want to come back and get a little bit of a conversation going about a guy who's two touchdowns away from tying Keith Price for number one all time in Jake Browning. More with the Honks next on 950 KJR. Beating the dog's drum. It's the Honks. On Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Your home for college football Saturdays. Back to the Coors Light tailgate presented by Frost Brewed Coors Light. Whatever your mountain, climb on. And by Star Rentals, preferred supplier of the West's best contractors. On your home for the honks, Seattle Sports Radio 950, KJR. All right, guys, we're back watching the warm-ups of the official pregame parties of select Husky away games and start three hours before kickoff. Join the pregame festivities before the dogs take on Stanford. November the 10th, register today at uwalum.com slash warmups. The Washington warmups are sponsored by Coca-Cola, Red Hook, Pemco Insurance, and Sports Radio 950 KJR. We'll get a scoreboard update in just a moment at the bottom of the hour. Uh, one game already underway, by the way, in the conference. Uh, we'll get to that in a second as well. But I want to hear from Coleman Shelton, starting center for the Dogs, in, in just a second. But that matchup of the Washington offensive line coach without Trey Adams versus that UCLA defensive line. We've already talked about some of the hot shot freshmen they've got uh, at defense defensive end on that side of the ball they do have some injuries but how do you see the trench battle kind of shaping up this afternoon well i would not be surprised to see 76 luke wattenberg get the start although uh, you know andrew kirkland is obviously the utility back and who, who has you know he can back up everybody down the line but washington uh, uh defensive ta- offensive tackles uh henry roberts and jared hilbers are both like redshirt sophomores, I believe. And uh, those guys are probably still a year away. But uh, I, I'm really impressed with the youngster, uh, Henry Banavalu, uh, 66. I don't want him mm. to play because yeah. they're redshirting him right now, right. along with Jackson Kirkland and uh, Cole Norgard, uh, three scholarship offensive linemen who I think are really going to be good players down the road. They've moved uh, Cole... Uh, a little bit undersized guy when he came in. He's up in the 290s now, and he's playing center. But uh, probably the most uh, experienced guy be- besides Andrew Kirkland is Matt James, who's the backup center right now to Coleman. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I think we're good. I, I, we have enough bodies there, but I would say um, – the replacement's going to come from either Andrew Kirkland or Luke Wattenberg. Well, myself. what do you say we hear a little bit from a guy that we know is playing today, Senator Coleman Shelton, had a chance to catch up with him before tonight's game with UCLA. Well, we haven't talked, obviously, in a few weeks, man. Yeah. Uh, give me a thought on just how you spent the bye. A lot of guys, uh, especially after a loss, may try and just get away. Others may hit the film room and be in there for 20 hours a day. How did you approach it? Uh, you know, I mean, there was definitely a sour taste in my mm-hmm. mouth and all of our mouths. I mean, we... We didn't like the way the game the game went, and you know the first thing we thought was you know next game mm-hmm. get through it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean we just prepared. We get ready like any other week. I mean, granted it was a bye week, but uh, we just wanted to get after it. You know, right. wanted to get back to it and right. you know uh, change the scorecard a little bit. What was the level of intensity in practice maybe even raised a little bit this week because of what happened down in the desert? Well, yeah, I mean, everybody was, I mean, we had really competitive practices and, you know, offense and defense were getting after it and it was definitely fun to be a part of it. Right. We practiced a lot of 
fun, yeah. Coleman, when you go back and watch the tape of the ASU game, what, what stood out to you as to why you guys just couldn't get anything going there? Um, I mean, kind of like you just said, we just didn't get into the rhythm, you know, and uh, it definitely starts with us up front. we got to, you know, be able to move the guys in front of us and get the ball and run the ball, and, you know, that opens up the passing game. So, right. um, you know, there's, you can't blame one specific thing. It's just culmination of a couple of things, I guess. And you've talked about that before in those kind of terms. Caleb talks about it like that, Trey, the same way that I, I get the sense that you guys up front almost feel like there's a lot of responsibility for this thing on, on your shoulders. Well, I mean, definitely. I mean, everything starts up front in our minds. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, uh, we'd like to put the offense on our back, and we'd like to be able to do that. So right. um, I feel like it starts with us. It starts with the run game. It starts with protecting Jake, and that's the most important thing to us. Yeah. Coleman, as far as the run game has gone so far this year, uh, satisfied, not satisfied with where the run game's at after uh, after seven games? Well, we always feel like we can get more. Um, we definitely need to get Miles and LeVon both going. I mean, Savon's a great running back, too. So we, mm-hmm. we definitely have some threats in the backfield, and we just got to open up holes for them and then let them do their thing. Right. How, yeah. how do things change for you at all? Maybe they don't from a communication perspective, a huddle perspective, a prep perspective with Trey not being in there and Andrew now coming into to his spot. Well, I mean, uh, there's a lot of experience on our offensive line, so uh, nothing's really changed experience-wise. I mean, it's a bummer to – uh, Luke's Trey, you know, he's a great player, obviously, and uh, he's he's been around the program for a long, a long time. But, I mean, we're excited to see how this game goes. We still have confidence in every person on this offensive line. Right. You got four of your final five games at home. How, right. how big of an advantage should that be for you guys? Well, we love playing at home. We love uh, Husky Stadium. You know, it's a big – it's it's just – enjoyable every time we play here you know it's great so um, it's definitely nice that we get a uh, get some packed home games in tell me about UCLA and what you see on film from these guys a lot of guys like me have gotten caught up in the 303 whatever it is yards per game allowed Uh on the ground but they got guys on scholarship too across uh, across the way including some hot shot defensive ends by the way yeah what do you see from that UCLA front seven I mean, they're really talented players. They're good. They're good players, and you know they're going to play. They're going to play hard, and um, it's going to be a good um, competition. They're going to come out swinging, yeah. and we got to we got to match their physicality, uh, match their intensity. You guys have not, I think, been able to get off to the starts that you've been looking for. Has that been a point of emphasis for you guys? I mean, definitely. We, we would always like to get off to a hot start, and you know, it just helps the game move, and then have confidence. As the game goes on, so that's right. definitely something we would look forward to. And then, Coleman, before you go, we mentioned four of the last five at home. You've got four more of these left, yeah. right, in your career at Husky yep. Stadium. How much do you find yourself kind of maybe taking a step back and savoring every moment here of your of your last season? Uh, I mean, I definitely want to savor every moment. You know, I love it here, and it's going to be tough to leave, but, you know, I've had the time of my life, so I'm excited yeah. to uh, – go to the future, but I'm also excited just to enjoy these last couple games. I love it. Great stuff, man. Best of luck on Saturday, pal. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Coleman Shelton, who's got five games left minimum, obviously. Uh, we assume the bowl game. Hopefully a trip to Santa Clara in there if the uh, cards fall uh, in the right way. But four of the five left at home, all against uh, pretty damn good football teams uh, and a chance to see some of the top defenses in the Pac-12. You think about the top defenses in the conference right now, Dick, ranked by total defense. Huskies number one, Wazoo two, Utah 
Utah three, Oregon four. They've gone from 518 to 367. And we play so three of those. Jim Levitt is paying yeah. off. Stanford at six and USC at five. You could see all five of those. Yes. Potentially exactly. the rest of the way. Yeah, so the, the challenges for this offensive line and for Jake and for the offense will just get bigger as the year goes well, by. First of all, I want to compliment Coleman Shelton. He he is the lead dog. Mm-hmm. There's no question. He's one of the real true leaders on this team. Uh, he has played every position on the offensive line, and uh, he settled in the last two years as the center. And uh, you know his coach is a center, uh, was a center at uh, for coach down at Boise State. So Scott Huff. Yeah. So uh, I I think Coleman is really. I mean, he he's the true leader of this football team. Right, uh, he's a silent guy, but right. you, you watch you watch their drills and stuff like that. He's tremendously tough, and and he's he's a true leader. Yeah, no, I just uh, I I'm, I'm waiting for more from the run game to emerge, and I wonder if today's the day that it could happen. I, I, I hope so because well, it would certainly lead you to think that because they have run the ball themselves. Only 211 times. Opponents have run 345 yeah, times. Yeah. So almost 150 yeah. more rushes. Yeah. And the, the the Bruins have gained 1,000 yards. Their opponents have gained 2,300. Right. So right. if Washington is to control this game, the way you do that is with your run game. And so i got to think there's going to be great emphasis on that. And I think that Jake... Browning plays a factor in this. I, I think he's an excellent runner when he chooses to do so. And and like Hugh has pointed out, that the, the teams that have running quarterbacks have had great success. And it's like the Bruins don't account for the quarterback to run. Right. So th- I think uh, there's going to be a spot in there. But uh, I'd like to see Miles Gaskin get 30 touches oh, today. Oh, it'd be great. For me. It'd be great. To, for me. And now, he, like, eight of them can come in the pass game. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I really think Miles is a key to winning this game. And I, I'd like to see him get those kind of uh, carries. Well, you think about, I mean, if he's getting 30 touches, then obviously things are going well. They're not going to stick with what's not going to work. Well, that's not necessarily 30 carries. I mean, 30 I, touches, I, yeah, 30 I, touches, I, 20 I carries. Yeah, whatever. Too. But right. UCLA's pass defense. Um, Somebody may look at that and say, well, wait a minute. You know, what, uh, what about the challenge of facing UCLA's pass defense? They're number three in the conference in pass defense. Well, it's because nobody throws nobody the ball throws on the ball them. They've only faced That's 198 right. passes all year long because nobody bothers with that because they just run the damn football on them. Yeah, and, and I think we're going to be able to run with some success. They play primarily a, a 4-3, cover three. Uh, so you, they line up, and and they're four down. They're four down linemen. They're, their hands are in the ground. Where we play a four-man front, but we have two down linemen and two stand-up guys. Their guys are all got their hands on the ground. So they try to take the guards and the tackle out of the play, so their linebackers can make the play. Yep. They have a real good linebacker in 42, uh, Ken. Kenny Young, I think his name mm-hmm. is, and he is really active. So we got to get kind of get a hat on him. But I, I think it's going to go up front, and I think uh, Coleman Shelton is the guy that's going to lead us, and we're going to have a 300-day rushing the ball. I hope so. I'm looking for more out of Browning as well. We talked about this after the ASU game that his yards per attempt has been going down the last three games, Oregon State, Cal, ASU, from 8.6, 5.3 to 4.6. He still is obviously putting up pretty decent numbers but nowhere near what he was on pace to do a year ago and he's two touchdowns away from tying Keith Price for number one all time but he's also going to throw more passes likely and play in more games likely 
than any quarterback in the history of Husky football because he started as a true freshman, obviously, but there just seems to be something still kind of missing from the offense overall and, and from the passing game overall. Well, I, fair? I, I think he's taken what uh, teams are giving him, and uh, if UCLA, they play this 4-3, yep. but if they sneak a safety down in the box, you almost got to throw the ball. Uh, if they get nine guys stacked up on the line of scrimmage trying to take the run away. So I think Washington will continue with its 50-50 mix, which has uh, uh, been what Coach, coach has always called mm-hmm. for. And uh, uh, Coach Smith pretty much stays with that balanced-up attack. And I, I got to think it's going right. to have great success today. We, this Obviously, their defense is, is vulnerable. They'll come out and play us really tough. And if you leave them in it, they'll be, they'll be really good. But I hope in the second quarter, which is when people have really put a foot put a foot on their throat you yep, know that yep. I, I think we got a chance to jump what was that number again in the second quarter you had by the way they, they what they've done opponents have scored 95 wow. points to wow. 69 for wow. uh, ucla is by far the biggest uh, quarter of production against their defense so i think as jake settles in i expect more to happen in the second quarter than the first quarter well, we're going to hear from uh, jamon dotson by the way who uh, yeah. may be one of those guys that gets to play a cornerback today because jordan miller's out but before that let's get to a front Brewed Coors Light College Football Scoreboard. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.